This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The White Sox are bringing in new leadership after some lackluster performances. And we learned today that the organization's Vice President Ken Williams and General Manager Rick Rick Hahn are out. Now, on top of the leadership shakeup, Crane Chicago Business reports that owner Jerry Reinsdorf is also considering moving the team from Guaranteed Rate Field when its lease expires. The Southside's team is currently 49 and 77, and they've lost eight out of the last 10 games. Here to fill us in live from Guaranteed Rate Field is WBEZ sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout. Hey, Cheryl, welcome back. Hey, Sasha. Before we talk about firings and, and this possible move, the entire Chicago region is under an excessive heat warning today, right? Where it can feel yeah. like 105 or 110 out there today. So the White Sox game against the Mariners is going on as planned at 110. Yeah. Yeah, they are. You know, and and I don't think there'll be much of a crowd because there hasn't been the last two nights. But with the heat and kids back at school, it probably will not see a lot of people here. But it's going to be very important for everyone if they do come, bring water, get water, stay hydrated. Were you surprised to see that it's still going on? I, I am, but baseball doesn't like, you know, they don't like changing schedules that much because Seattle not the White Sox, but Seattle's in a pennant race. They're in a playoff position. So they want to play this game. Otherwise, it'd be hard to reset and do a game another time. Yeah. Well, a lot's happening with the team and the front office right now, as I mentioned. Bring us up to speed, though. What's the season been like that led to these major moves? Well, they started at the White Sox started the season in the first month going 7-21. and 21. That was giving you an indicator that this team was in bad shape. Last year, they were at 500, and this was a team that everyone expected to be able to go into the postseason because they're in a very weak division. Didn't happen. Things have gone south from there. Uh, they are now 49-77. and 77. Sasha, it's 28 games under 500. Mm. That is a horrible mark. Uh, they've traded away five pitchers at the trading deadline. Uh, there's a lot of commotion because one of those players that did leave, Kenyon uh, Middleton, did mention that there was uh, some issues in the clubhouse with White Sox clubhouse when he was there. Uh, so questions about culture, questions about leadership, questions about play. The team launched a, a rebuild back in 2016, right? That was aimed at improving their performance. And major trades worked to build this core of players like Tim Anderson, Eloy Jimenez, uh, Yoan Moncada. What happened to the improvements that the team saw from this? You know, the interesting thing was that those players you mentioned, like Tim Anderson was a draft pick that they actually, you know, he had a couple great seasons and he has had real struggles this year and some last year. He was a batting title winner. So he's had these injuries and, and he's kind of like the engine that made it go. The other players, injuries, injuries, injuries. And so the, the other question is, why don't players play through injuries? That's a question that hasn't been answered because they're not on the field as much as they should be or could be. So those question marks are there. And you've got, you've got some players that they put some money into. They got a catcher, Yasmani Grandal, who has not performed the way they expected him to. He's a free agent at the end of the year. I don't think he's going to be back. Uh, he may be even gone before the end of the season. So there's a lot of things that went wrong with some of these players. And Michael Kopech, who's on, who's on the mound today, He's somebody that he was part of that trade with Yuan Mankata for Chris Sale with Boston. Everyone thought that he would be, you know, a rising star. He's had some moments, but he's not had the momentum to be at that star. 
And now we've got the news that Vice President Ken Williams and General Manager Rick Hahn were fired. What was your reaction? I was surprised at the timing because I thought if you're going to make a change, you should do it at the end of the season. But when it did happen, you know, think about like we've been talking about, you know, the problems they've had this season. Mm-hmm. This doesn't this, this just didn't start this season. It's been happening the last few seasons. And so and, and it's surprising because Jerry Reinsdorf does not make big changes like this often because Kenny Williams has been with this organization in the front office since 1992. He was a, a draft pick in 19 and in, in 1982. So he's been here a long time. Rick Hahn's been here a long time. So Jerry is very loyal to his employees in the front office. So it was surprising that he did make this move at this time. But obviously, he knew that things were not improving. Yeah. And he's probably done a lot of research with other teams and other and the players to find out. Here's a little bit of what uh, Reinsdorf did say in a, a statement about the firings. He said, quote, ultimately, the well-worn cliche that professional sports is results-oriented is correct. While we have enjoyed successes as an organization and we're optimistic heading into the competitive window of this rebuild, this year has proven to be very disappointing for us on many levels. This has led me to the conclusion that the best decision for the organization moving forward is to make a change in our baseball department leadership, end quote. So he speaks on the industry just being results oriented. Mm -hmm. I mean, what results, Cheryl, do you think could have really made a difference here towards these guys keeping their jobs? This team was expected to make the playoffs. Mm. And when you don't, and, and they vote, they were in the playoffs in 2020 and 2021. The, one's the COVID year impact, and the other one, you know, the, they, they were seeing the rise, and they crumbled. It crumbled big time. And they, Jerry Reinstrup gave the okay to make those trades, you know, several years ago, and it didn't pan out. So they had to pay the price. And the, the one thing, it would, be, it would be terrific if Jerry Reinstrup would talk publicly we get the statement, but really he's, he's, he's the one who's making these decisions. And we, the media, the fans would like to hear from him mm-hmm. personally. And that's not happening so far. No. Um, there, there's a name being tossed around as the leading candidate for the next uh, Sox GM. That's Chris Getz. Who's he? Well, Chris Getz has been with the White Sox front office for seven years. He's been the minor league director. He came out of the Kansas City Royals organization in the minor league. He was involved with the minor leagues there. He also was a White Sox uh, draft pick and played for the White Sox, and then he was traded to the Kansas City Royals and played there. Um, we were talking to Pedro Grafal just a few minutes ago, and, and he, of course, worked with Chris when he was with the Royals. Mm-hmm. So there's a connection there. Chris is considered a very smart guy. But for the fan base, they don't want to see any connection for anybody within the organization. The fan base wants them to go outside of the White Sox organization. Uh-huh. I don't think that's going to happen. Are, are there differences that you immediately see, though, between Chris Getz and Rick Hahn, who's leaving? Well, today he made uh, several moves with the players, you know, minor league players. But um, it's going to be interesting, I think, because he has a very good relationship with Pedro Gafal. And Pedro Gafal talked a lot about philosophical differences. And obviously he had differences with the previous administration, but he's, he's in um, – he's with a good mindset with Chris Getz. So it's going to be interesting what we see these next six weeks. We should see some changes. We could see some players gone. We could see some some staff gone as far as the uh, coaching staff too. Yeah. You're at guaranteed rate field right now, as I mentioned, Cheryl. So, I mean, what's going on there? What's the atmosphere like following yesterday's news? 
Well, the, the interesting thing, you know, um, I get to the field that there's some Kansas City Royals and some White Sox players rarely moving around. But in the locker room before the game, I was talking to a couple of players. One of them is Tim Anderson. And Tim Anderson making his first starts, and he was serving his five-game suspension. And I mentioned this to Pedro, Pedro Gafal. I said, is this a reset for him? Because he's had such a poor season, and he has sat down with uh, Tim Anderson. And, yes, they, they expect him to really, you know, have a better approach, have a better uh, time at the plate and the field. And so they're looking forward to him having a better six weeks. Yasmina Grandal talked to us, too. And, you know, he, he's been around for 11 years, but he's a player that really you don't feel has been really invested in this team the way you may think. Um, but it's, the, the players are pretty – they were stunned. Yeah. Because when, when you hear that news an hour before the game – it's shocking. Yeah, it's I imagine. Shocking. I imagine. On Monday, Crane Chicago Business reported the White Sox are also considering a possible move from <laughs> the uh, guaranteed rate field at the end of the, the lease in 2029. Do you know anything more on that? There's nothing more than what we when that, that report is because I reached out to Scott Rayford, who was the vice president of communications, and he had, he had quotes in there, and, and he stands by those quotes. And basically... It's uh, because they have six years left in their lease. Major League Baseball is saying to the White Sox, hey, you only have six years left. You have to make a decision if you're going to stay here, if you're going to renegotiate, or if you're going to move somewhere. So that's why there's, that's why this timeline is important for the White Sox and Jerry Reinsdorf to make that decision. Yeah. The other thing that's in the wind, and this is in the wind, is if Jerry Reinsdorf is going to continue to own the team. Right. Yeah, there's speculation that uh, he may sell his stock in the team as as well. Wow. Uh, I mean, this news, though, of them potentially leaving the guaranteed rate field, that's huge for the South Side, don't you think? It's very huge. Um, Sasha, I was in the press box in 1988 when the White Sox were talking about uh, going to Florida, and it took the legislature to pass a bill pushed by Governor Jim Thompson to make sure that they stayed in Chicago and had the stadium built for them. So they came very, very close in 88, and that's how this particular stadium got built. Hmm. Well, uh, as we mentioned, there's uh, reports of this meeting tonight between uh, Pedro Grafal and Reinsdorf and uh, consultant Tony LaRussa. Anything else we should expect to come from that meeting? You know, I asked Pedro right out, can you confirm or deny it? And he said he won't talk about meetings. So that's kind of an interesting kind of saying, yeah, but I can't talk about it. Um, They won't even tell you if there's a meeting? Right, right. (laughs) Gosh. But my my thought thought is is that it's it's to to figure out what what Pedro needs to do. And, you know, they could let him go, but I don't think so. I think that they're going to keep him here and they want to, you know, figure out the direction that he needs to go for these last six weeks and what the organization needs to go going forward beyond this year. We'll leave it there. That's WBEZ sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you.